The Supreme Report with attorney Tom Winslow on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. Yes, he's in the studio. Full disclosure, by the way. Oh, no, no, please. Not full disclosure. Yes, full. (laughs) What what you got? Full frontal disclosure. (laughs) Jesus. So much. No, all I was going to say is I like Tom. Oh, well, good. Well, thanks, Nick. I'll think about liking you after the show. Yeah, really? Wow, outstanding. Wow. Knucklehead. All right, no respect. No respect. No, full respect. No, no respect. No. All right, so you got a couple of things that we never, we always seem to go off on a tangent and go like way off into like past left field into the parking lot, and we never get to what you brought. So let's start with what you brought, and then we have other questions. Well, since you're in charge, I'll let you lead. Oh, here we go. I'll let you lead once we get started, and we'll just go wherever you want to go. Okay, I want to start with that COVID thing that was thrown out. Okay. Explain how, what the deal was, and and then why it's not going anywhere. So let's go. Let's go old school now. Go back to 2020. <laughs> wow. I remember that year. I remember that year. That was the year I was locked in my house. Right. Um, so back in the day, uh, as they say. <laughs> Wait, do um, we have to put our masks on while we listen to the story? And gloves. Uh, oh, so so with that, with that being said, um, as everyone knows, when COVID hit, uh, the federal government, the state government, everybody shut everything down. Uh, it just shut it down, right? Businesses were shut down. Um some restaurants were told to close. I don't know if y'all remember. Restaurants were closed like for six months. Like I mean, th- oh, this man. is not like a short term thing. And so there was a big question that came up, even with our firm over at Winslow Law. Uh, can these businesses actually recover for their loss? Right. And I don't know if you remember. You know, Chick Fil A kind of started it, and everybody else did this. You know, delivery when people didn't deliver before, curbside right. pickups, all this stuff, just to try to make a way for things to happen because they couldn't actually come to the restaurant. Right. And so, meanwhile, the WalMarts of the world were still open. Meanwhile, a lot of the different businesses yeah. and and you know, professional services were open, allowed to operate. So the question became: Was this some kind of governmental taking? Right, the government can't just take your property without compensating you for it. Okay, and that's kind of the, somewhat the concept. And then it went a little bit further and became: Well, are insurance policies required to pay for this loss? Right, so you have insurance to cover stuff like this, where a fire occurs or something occurs, and you lose your business. You lose the income generated from your business. And so the question then became, can there be any kind of recovery for these businesses? And just now, right, so 2022, what is it, August 2022, an answer comes from our South Carolina Supreme Court in the case of Sullivan Management versus Fireman's Fund Insurance Company. This is kind of the biggest case that's come out over mm-hmm. the past couple of weeks from, from South Carolina, and it follows two other states that have already ruled in a similar fashion. And it basically says that, unfortunately— uh, most insurance policies have a part in them that says there has to be some kind of physical loss and damage, right? Physical loss and damage. And that was kind of the defining question mark in this scenario. Because of the shutdown by the government, was there a physical loss or damage? You know, like a fire, a flood, something like that. Right. And so this Sullivan's group runs all the Carolina alehouses, which, of course, we have Carolina alehouses mm-hmm. in Orange County. And, they, and the South Carolina, the Supreme Court said no. Said there was no physical loss or damage, and therefore the insurance policy does not have to cover that damage. And so that basically shuts it down. I mean, it's the Supreme Court. So unless there's direct physical loss or damage, the policy's language does not allow for recovery. So no charred timbers, no insurance for you. Well, see, and that's the biggest, you know, insurance companies, right? You know, they don't get big buildings because they give you money. They get big buildings because they take money. Mm. Right? There's a loss. There's clearly a loss. There's clearly a damage. But unless there's some kind of physical impact, like literally if they had run their car into the restaurant, 
then you got physical loss or damage. You got burns, you got you know, hurricane with flooding. Mm-hmm. But because the government shuts them down even more severely, you know, won't even let them operate because <clears throat> there's nothing physical, they can't do it. Right. So now, basically shut down that scenario. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know. <laughs> My opinion means nothing, really, but just no, on, that's the, true. On, the, <laughs> on the face of it, it seems like a pretty creative way to recover from something the government did to you. Well, you know, and that's and it goes back to that scenario of, you know, well, the government's not allowed to have an illegal taking, right? They can't just right. go and take your property. And that's still the scenario that's out there in the question mark that's out there. But there's questions like that, too, right? Typically, that scenario that follows along with that, with that kind of imminent domain where they can just kind of come and take it from you. Mm-hmm. Is again the physical taking, like they've got to take your bill and they can't just shut you down, right? And so there's a lot of question mark around that. So if you think about it, and you got again perspective, right? Mm-hmm. If someone comes in and inspects your restaurant, they give you an F and they shut you down till you fix it. The government's shutting you down. Can you recover during the time you're shut down? No, it's not fair. You're 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 not clean. You're not sanitary. But if they come in and say you're shut down because of coronavirus, or whatever it is, can you recover for that? They're saying no. There's got to be some kind of physical taking in any kind of scenario. Makes it makes it. A very clear line, pretty much. Right. But it's hard because what's the restaurant supposed to do? What the business is supposed to do? They're literally shut down for six months with no recovery. Do you think they went about it the <coughs> wrong way by trying this whole thing with the? No. No, they didn't have a choice. I mean, what choice they have? Okay. Yeah, you know, they gave it a shot. You know, everyone when we talked to people back back in the day, again, you know, back in 2020, um, we probably talked to a good five or six different restaurants, even other businesses like that. Gyms were shut down for a little while. And and we told them that we can try to do this, but unfortunately, because of just this, this exact language, and there's mm-hmm. other cases out there. This isn't, you know, it's 2020, 2022. This has happened before. Mm-hmm. And and so this exact language is the same kind of scenario that's been out there before. And so it was, a, it was a long shot. And they probably knew it was a long shot, but they took it, right? There's nothing wrong with taking the shot. You right. Know, if you, sometimes, sometimes if you don't take the shot, you don't get asked. You know, if you don't ask the girl out, you're never going to go out. Is right. there any legal recourse for these businesses? No. I mean, since it was the government who did it, not now. Okay. Yeah, no. They, I mean, like I said, they took their shot. They they tried. Um, they went all the way to the Supreme Court. You know what they could try to do possibly is to go up to uh, the United States Supreme Court, but it's not going to do any good. And mm-hmm. so they could try, but they're not going to. But there are a number of number of lawyers involved from all over the country because again, this sets a precedent. If they came in and said, "Yeah, you can cover." That would, that would open the doors for all kinds of businesses to recover. Right. And so it sets precedent, but it also sets a standard. You know, if we're going forward, let's just, you know, we're heading into hurricane season. I'm not saying this would happen, but, you know, if the governor says, all right, we're shutting down Myrtle Beach because there's a huge hurricane coming for this right. week, you can't recover for the shutdown, right? For that week, you can't recover. But if the hurricane actually hits and damages your building, then you could recover, right? So it sets kind of a very clear line, which a lot of times is what you want in the law. Like, you want to know what you can recover for or not recover for. Right. And so now you kind of do. You know, if there's not a physical damage, there's a Supreme Court case now that says you're not going to recover. Okay. What and else so, you got up there on your docket? Well, Nick, I, I plan on you bringing everything today. Oh, really? Oh, well, okay. Well, well, look at this one I found. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Um, so there's also another case that's going up to the Supreme Court right now uh, from Planned Parenthood. So you can imagine what that's yeah. in regard to. So back in the day... A month How ago. How long ago? Oh, a month ago. Okay. <laughs> when the Dodd, when the Dodd case came out, um, that was the case that was guarding what everybody thought and what everybody wants to say is abortion, right? It's basically mm-hmm. saying, oh, they've they've ended abortion. You still see the protests. You still see it now. And when we talked, we said it's not about abortion. Right. It's about states' rights. 
and the states get to decide what they're going to do with abortion, right? Because if it's not in our governing documents, if it's not in that Constitution, Declaration, Bill of Rights, if it's not in those documents, then the federal government doesn't have the authority to govern it. Now, right? For that's, those that need a history lesson, that's the way this country was founded. That's why this country was founded. Thank that's you. the 10th Amendment, right? This yeah. country was founded because there, there was a go. monarchy and a king who tried to rule everything, and right. the people wanted a vote. So the way they decided to do that here in the United States was to create the 10th Amendment that says if it's not inside the federal government documents, right, those federal documents we just talked about, then it goes to the states. Look at the documents. There's nothing about abortion. The closest thing was the 14th Amendment privacy concept, which was the stretch that was basically just shot down. Uh, we'll just right. call it. It's basically just shot it down. So the uh, White Alito House saying did. it's that abortion's a constitutional right. They're they're not right when they say that. Well, they're they're not right. <laughs> abortion's not a constitutional right. Well, honestly, the way it was back in the day, Blackman and Rivers Williams really? said yeah. it was a privacy issue, mm-hmm. and Alito just said BS to that. All right. But now, so now let's go back to the states. So now in South Carolina, right? Let's come back to South Carolina. Planned Parenthood has taken a case to the South Carolina Supreme Court. It's not been heard yet. The case went there, but before they went there, they went to a judge in Columbia and said, we want a preliminary injunction blocking the, the South Carolina six-week abortion plan, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that was the plan right. that was put in by South Carolina. The heartbeat bill. The heartbeat bill, exactly. And so they wanted something to blocking it, and the court said no. The court said, we're not going to block it. You can take it to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court can rule on it. We're not going to unilaterally basically block it with any kind of injunctions to stop it from happening. It was passed through the legislative process. Right. And the Supreme Court, the United States Supreme Court, has already said that at this point it's allowed. So we can call that for now a win. That's a win, 100% a win. So, I mean, it's, it's still currently uh, an active place. It's active legislation. It's mm-hmm. actually put in place. So right now we're under the six-week abortion heartbeat bill. and But it will be heard in the Supreme Court, obviously. And who knows what our South Carolina Supreme Court will do, but it will be heard there mm-hmm. uh, in short order because this is going to take priority. It's going to probably be heard by, I would imagine, by the end of the um year. I would have oh, to really? imagine so. I would imagine so. Absolutely. It's, it's such a big issue that they're not going to let this linger any more than they have to. Okay. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they don't hear it within the next month or two. Real quick, just as a little side note, how do they determine what goes up? What is the priority? What I mean, are there certain flags where they go, we got to do this now and this one we can kind of wait on? Yeah. So it's really interesting. So as most people know, there's actually there's actually kind of four levels okay. of courts in South Carolina. Um and one is the magistrate court, right? Small claims court. No mm-hmm. one really thinks about that. And you can appeal that up to the circuit court. Circuit court can go up to the appeals court. Appeals court can go up to the Supreme Court. So with the Supreme Court, where we are, cases can go directly from the, the circuit court to the Supreme Court. They're going to take the case and skip the appeals court altogether. Okay. But typically, they'll go up in order and they'll just kind of – you'll sit your line, right? You'll sit and you'll get called up. And sometimes it'll take you two, three years. But if it's important enough, they'll prioritize it, Right. This is going to be one of those cases okay. where it's just going to be a situation where they want to have this issue resolved quickly. So collectively they'll decide? Yeah, or? collectively they'll decide. Okay. And, and you got the chief justice who also helps set the schedule. Okay, okay. And so they'll all put it together. They'll sit down and talk, and they'll go through it. See, I don't and think I actually ever knew that, so yeah, thank they'll, you. They'll decide. Yeah, and the, the thing is really interesting is that sometimes you don't even have to go through that appellate process, right? You go right from your case being heard right to the Supreme Court. Which is kind of a unique thing, but you can skip right over the appeals court and go right to the Supreme Court okay. if you're if you're important enough. If right? you're important, if enough. you're important okay. enough, okay. All right. you never know. What else you got? All right, so some of the big stuff going on right now is that there are elections occurring for judicial seats, but you haven't heard anything about them. Why? Because the elections don't happen between the people. It's the people in power, the representatives, who get to choose who they are. So we're going to miss out on all those great judge political ads? All those great (laughs) judge political ads. So for y'all that don't know this, South Carolina is one of two states 
There's only two states in the entire United States that actually has their legislature choose the judges. Okay, and it's kind of obviously a unique situation uh, where the judges uh, campaign. Uh, I shouldn't call it campaign. They lobby the representatives that we elect Mm -hmm. for their seats. Right. So it creates a situation where there's a lot of question mark surrounding how do they get that power? Do they get that power from what they know or who they know? And that's one of the articles that just came up was wife of powerful House Judiciary Chairman, right? The person in charge of the judges for the House of Representatives files to run for the South Carolina Supreme Court case or seat, right? So, so this she's the current judge right now is running to be on Supreme Court, but her husband is in the House of Representatives in charge of the commission that chooses the judges. That kind of smells funny, right? And that's the and that's the problem, right? We got this thing in in our world of law where we want this complete transparency. We want to avoid bias. We want to avoid this even this this look, this you know this concept that there could be an issue, and then you have this situation where you go, huh? <laughs> right? Where is that going to go? Is that going to raise enough stink where people go, wait, 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 wait a minute, this isn't right? Well, see, and that's that's the thing. So it's it's the House Judiciary Chairman is Chris Murphy. Uh, his wife is Mate Murphy, and she's been a judge for a while. Uh, she's running for one of those seats. So so does he resign? No, he's not going to resign. He's got a powerful seat, and, mm-hmm. he's, and he's there, right? Is she going to resign? No. Is she not going to run? No. So basically, she's going to campaign. Well, she basically probably already knows everybody, and he's already there. So the people that are running against her, what kind of advantage do they have, disadvantage do they have right. because of that? And that's what creates that situation, right? That's why we're only one of two legislatures that actually pick it. But wh- what's the better choice, right? Do you let, do you let the people pick a judge, well, that's just popularity. That's right? popularity and sometimes uninformed. And completely uninformed sometimes. You know, does the legislature pick it? Then is it favoritism? Is it transparency? Right. Like, what is the best way to do it, right? That's, that's, what is the, what is the best way to do that? I don't know. I don't know the answer, but honestly, like, what, what is the best way to do it? What do other states do? All I know is we're one of two. And the kind of, this kind of scenario throws it into light. You know, when you have someone that has that power and has that ongoing relationship with people, mm-hmm. Do they have this favoritism that applies to them, right? Because you, you, we don't want people in power. We don't want, we don't want judges there because people like them. No offense to judges. Right. No one, no one should like a judge 100% of the time. A judge is there because, one, their wisdom that they have in regard to the law, mm-hmm. and, two, because of their fairness. Now, if, they're, if they don't get into the seat fairly, then how can we trust their fairness when they are in the seat? Correct. Right? And that's that transparency element of it. Of, what is, is her history, fair? by the way? Is she Does she seem to follow the rule of law pretty good, or does she like to legislate from the bench? And I know it's a different situation in these lower courts, but what do you get a feel? Or can't you, you'd rather not comment. Well, you know, no, I don't mind commenting. The truth is I've never had an issue with her. I mean, she's, she's always ruled based on the law, and so I, I don't have anything personally against her at all. Mm-hmm. Just the situation, right? The situation looks funny. Because it, it's just like every situation. Just, okay. Let's go to President Trump real quick, right? Sure. Right. If if you can start, right? If you can start at one step and you can do this to one person, well, then it can escalate to the next person. Right. And then the next person. And then you get to that situation where it's like, wait a minute, if we had stopped this five years ago, we never would have made it here, right? If you can if you can rip one page out of the Bible and say, I don't want to listen to that page, then why can't you rip another page out of the Bible? No, it's, right. it's, a, it's a book. You listen, to, you read the entire thing. And you abide by that entire thing. Is that that slippery slope? Right. That's that slippery slope. Okay. Right. And that's that transparency. Right. You have to understand where you're starting and going from. And that that concept, that that possibility that people won't trust the Supreme Court, which we already have an issue with trust right now, mm. because we don't trust everybody on the Supreme Court, creates this kind of issue of transparency and proper decorum that I'm afraid, honestly, 
Well, how did that person get there? Well, they knew somebody. That's not what you want. No. We want the most qualified people there. Isn't that cronyism? And that's what it is, right? Or it's favoritism or it's, you know, family being on there. Family whatever. being nepotism. Whatever it is, right? Whatever mm -hmm. kind of light you might want to have, uh, that's what we want to avoid. We don't want people looking at it and saying, well, we're not going to get a fair shake. You always want in the law to get a fair shake. Absolutely. So uh, just a quick little side thing here on this uh, this Trump thing. You know, he, he says, he says anyway, that a lot of documents were client attorney, you know, privilege type stuff. So leaving out, leaving out the documents that he classified or didn't classify or federal, or all that other stuff, just those things alone, did they have a right to, to seize if they did? The attorney client mm -hmm. stuff? No. And here's the other thing. Some of them can be work product. Mm -hmm. The other thing is this. <laughs> From when I heard, I wasn't there. <laughs> right. Nobody was allowed in the rooms when these guys were searching. That's true. So how do you know they're actually there and not put there, right? So it creates that that question mark surrounding, well, how did that actually get there and was it planted, right? So you got all these things that surround it. It makes it tough for that trust because we naturally don't trust. Right. Right. We used to have this element, natural element of trust, and now we just don't have this trust anymore. Right. So it makes it entirely hard. But you know who they can trust, Nick? They can trust wins the law. Ah! <laughs> Go ahead. 843-357-9301. If y'all need an attorney, give us a call or look us up, WinslowLawyers.com. That was pretty good. That was smooth and qu I like it. You like that? Yeah, that you know was that? good. You know what else they can do? What Respect. Ah! <laughs> hey, I will say this, though. Because, going back to the Trump thing, yeah. you're right because it does have that cloud of uncertainty or mistrust or yeah. something nefarious might be or may not be. If they magically find something that they think that they can get them on, I would imagine it's going to go right back to this. Lawyers were told to stay outside, mm -hmm. and they may want to subpoena those tapes that supposedly were, I don't know if they have them in the bedroom. That's kind of creepy. Or if the they closet, did. whatever. Or the closet, because you know that's where they supposedly were, and Melania's underwear drawer and everything else. I don't know where his TVs are. Well, see, here's my, you know, again, we're we're throwing a whole bunch of supposition, but well, of course. there was this there was this anonymous tip, right? Right. In, the, in this massive house, right? Someone could hide something in my house, and I would have no idea what's exactly. in my house. Exactly. Right? So you found 10, 10 documents. 10? Look, man, I got 10 documents hidden in a file somewhere. I probably don't even know where they are. <laughs> exactly. Tom Winslow, The Supreme Report. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. All right. So, again, full disclosure. Oh, no. I like Tom. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Very good. I think I, I like Nick, too, I think. Oh, you think? I'll think about it. What a jerk. <laughs> All right, coming up, we're going to check in uh, with Andy. I don't think he's got full disclosure on anything except for the market report and bad jokes, and that's what we do at this time. <laughs> and then also Mag the Magnolia Living Group. We've got Peggy and Nyla that's going to be joining us, and they're bringing a guest as well. So we'll have some fun with that all on the way.